up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. Welcome back to episode 59 of the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. And today we're talking about writing your own marketing plan. So you're like, why is she talking about this? Doesn't she do this for a living? Yeah, I do. So I see this all the time. And most importantly, and most recently, this topic has come up with myself. We are our own best case studies. And sometimes in my case, my worst client. I am my worst client. And that's because I am one of those people and I, I've started to realize it more the older I get doing some, you know, some work with my life coach and just trying to be really aware of my habits and where I'm holding back and what's holding me back. And so this weekend, there was a scenario in which I was like, oh my gosh, This is what I'm doing in so many other aspects of my life. So for those of you that don't know, I'm the oldest of four. My brother, Eddie, is a life life coach. My brother, Eddie, is a personal trainer in Chicago, and he's been personal training and in the fitness industry for years now. And so oftentimes when it comes to working out, if I'm having a lazy day or I'm not currently like following a plan, a workout plan or a template, something that I've bought from somebody or I've downloaded from the internet, um, then I'll just reach out to my brother and be like, Hey, here's how I'm feeling today. Can you give me a workout? And he usually will ask me for some constraints like, you know, well, what are you, what are you going to do after your workout? Like, do you need to have some energy left in the tank? Like, are you going to go record a podcast or are you able to just like relax and chill for the rest of the evening? Um, And then also like, how are you feeling right now? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling low? And so my brother has been my, my personal trainer and a resource outside of myself that I have continuously looked to for workout support. And because he's been such a great trainer and such a great brother to me by providing me with workouts and guidance, you know, I, I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, I try to go work out with him um, whenever I can. In the summer, he was doing lots of group workouts. I have, I have amassed this level of workout knowledge from my brother, from learning from him from all of these years, and also from from the personal work that I have put in on my own in my workout journey. So this journey started, you know, I would say really about almost eight years ago in February, where my best friend and I in Virginia Beach were just looking to get more into like healthy workout routine. Like I am going to work out three to five days a week, and blah, blah, blah. So in there comes a point in everybody's journey in the beginning where we are looking to others as examples, right? We're observing their behavior. This person has results that I would like to achieve in my own life. How did they get there? And really understanding their journey. And this is something I like to do in all, like I find other people's journeys really fascinating. I watch a lot of documentaries. I have always read a bunch of biographies. I just find 
that understanding of other, like someone else's process, really interesting. And then it was brought to my attention over the weekend by my lovely fiance, Marshall, that I say the word process a lot. And that is relevant in marketing, right? Marketing is a process, but having a process and a plan is relevant in so many other aspects of our lives, which is why I have a job as a marketing coach helping people figure that out for their businesses. Now, what came up this weekend was on Friday, I sent my brother a text and I said, hey, do you have any recommendations for a workout plan or a template? I need to get back into a routine. That's the exact text message I sent him. And he said, yes, write your own. And then he followed that up with, seriously, sit down and write a simple plan that you can do each week. And in that moment, I had this aha, like light bulb, oh shit, you know, my brother just said something so profound and he doesn't even realize it. Because at first I'm like, oh, whatever, you're not going to write my plan for me? Okay, forget you then. And then the light bulb went off. And I realized that for so long, and I know you guys do this too, so I'm not alone here, but for so long, we have been looking outside of ourselves for the answers and then following someone else's plan and are unhappy when we achieve someone else's results. So we follow someone else's plan. We, we pay for this course. We download this template. We do the free workbook. And then we follow it. And by the time we get to the end, we're like, well, that didn't really work. Well, why am I paying for coaching if I haven't seen any results? I had someone ask me that once. Why am I paying you? if you're not bringing me any bigger ideas, big ideas. And marketing, maybe marketing is big ideas to you. I can tell you my version of marketing is not big ideas. It's a series of small ideas that we put into action on a regular basis. Um, And I realized that when it comes to working with my ideal clients, my ideal clients are used to trusting themselves or at least open to the process. Coaching of any form does not work unless you are willing to be vulnerable, to get uncomfortable, and to get used to trusting yourself because coaching doesn't do the work for you. Coaching requires that you show up and do the work for yourself. And that is whether you are playing a sport or you're running, you know, trying to create a marketing plan or you're trying to manage your own workout routine like I was. Um, So my brother said that to me. He said, yeah, I've got a template for you. Write your own. (laughs) And so that was like a profound moment. And I did that. As soon as he replied, I grabbed my journal and I sat down. And I thought through the years of workouts that I've done, I've compiled a lot of knowledge and a lot of skill in being able to work out on my own. I am one of those people. Now, do I, I love a group workout because nothing pushes me harder than that competitive edge that you get in a group workout with the challenge of other people around you, right? But That's really not an option for me right now, and probably not for a lot of you, given the circumstances with COVID-19, 
e-learning, kids home a lot more, schedules, schedules are just all out of whack. So I sat down and without really thinking much about it, um, I just thought about a week. Okay, so in general, when I look at a week and when I look at working out, I have a few key components that I want to get in, right? I want to go for a long run. A long run for me is always a great gauge of my physicality. Like, how am I doing? How does my body feel? Do I feel tired? Do I feel sluggish? Am I sore in certain areas? Maybe paying attention like, hmm, my knees are bothering me. I don't know if that just happens in your 30s, your knees and your joints start to make weird noises. But, um, you know, so runs are a really good gauge for me. They help me like scan my body throughout a long run to understand like where I need to focus my workouts throughout the week. So and then also on Sundays, I like to do yoga. I prefer it be like a longer yoga class. I used to go to yoga class every Sunday. Now I do yoga with Adrian at home, but she does have longer videos. A lot of her videos hover around like 20 minutes, but she has a bunch that are like 40 minutes and above. So um, I know I want a long run on one day. I know I want to yoga on Sunday. And I know one of those days of the week has to be a rest day. So now I've got three big components of my week mapped out. So that leaves four other days to work out. Um, so I sat down and I thought through the goals, right, of my workout. What are the goals? I have some key areas I want to improve. I also like to work on things like endurance, strength, mobility, flow state. Again, that's where the run, a long run comes in, yoga comes in. Some other activities I won't get into on the podcast. You can ask my brother, but um, so I thought through the goals and then I also thought through the schedule. Like I just said, how many days I want to work out and for how long I don't have a lot of time in my schedule right now to dedicate to like a two hour workout. My workouts need to hover between 30 and 45 minutes at the most. I also like to include a 10 minute meditation and I like to wrap all of that up my workout and meditation under an hour so I can get it done in the morning, shower and be on with my day. I also thought about recovery time. Recovery time is just as crucial to your workout regimen as is working out. So I thought about the rest days. What day will that be? Um, I also thought about the basics, right? There is a key, the mastering the basics. There are some key moves that I find to be really important and critical to any workout routine. Something you're pushing, you're pulling, you're hinging, you're carrying, you're squatting, and focusing on that core strength. So making sure that I was incorporating those moves into my weekly workout routine. And then, which is probably the most important part, I had to think about my excuses and structure a workout plan to eliminate those excuses. So for me right now, I don't have access to a gym. I have a sandbag that's about 75 pounds that I keep in my car. I have a set of dumbbells and a kettlebell at the house. And then I have a barbell and some heavier weights I keep at the office. Um, so I have minimal equipment. And I didn't want this to be weather dependent. I, you know, the weather can come up as a recurring excuse 
for me to not work out. Like this week in Illinois is a particularly rainy week. It's wet. It's not a great time to work out outside. Um, So minimal equipment, not weather dependent, no financial commitment, not overcomplicated, and I had a, a minimum or a maximum time constraint. I want to be able to work out and meditate in under an hour. So thinking through those things, my goals, my schedule, my recovery time, my basic movements, and my excuses, I then sat down and wrote a seven-day workout plan. It took me like 15 minutes. And I started with the days I already knew. Sunday's yoga. Thursday's my rest day. I think I built in my run for Friday or something like that. Um, And so I put those on the calendar first. And then I had the four other days. And then I just kind of went around the body like, okay, this day is going to be since I'm running. Oh, and I run sprints on Monday, hill sprints every Monday. That's been something I've been doing all of COVID. So it was like, without even realizing it, I had already written and been executing half of my workout plan without even realizing it. And I was just like creating this overcomplicated scenario in my head, like, oh my God, I need a workout plan. I don't want to buy one right now. I know I should be able to do this. I know I have the tools, but Eddie won't help me and blah, 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 blah. And it was just like, stop, just take 15 minutes and sit down and write this. And then it's done. And this is a plan I can replicate week to week to week. I just increase the weight or increase the pace at which I'm executing these exercises. So when people come to me, most often time they come to me and they want a marketing plan and they want help with accountability and showing up consistently and ha- having an authentic voice. And, you know, can you give me a, what can you give me, right? Like we do that a lot. Like, what can you give me? I need a template. I need a plan. I need a mastermind. I need a coach. I need, I need, I need someone outside of me to tell me how to do this. But what if you didn't? What if you had all your answers and you research over researching, over analyzing? What if all of that was just a distraction from you getting down to work? And what if that was just procrastination? Oh, in college, I was the worst procrastinator. My friend Katie and I used to joke about how much we procrastinated. Um, Procrastination is a habit. And you have to ask yourself why you're procrastinating. So do I have any recommendations for you out there looking for a marketing plan or a free marketing template to follow? I do. You can write your own. So your exercise today is to sit down and write a simple, doable, and fun plan that you can replicate each week and modify as you grow in your confidence in your strength, in your marketing abilities. So let's start with structuring the plan. So let's start with goals. What's the result you want your marketing actions to achieve? In what area are you looking to grow your business? This is goals, number one. So you have to have a direction. Your goals provide the direction for the plan, whether it's a marketing plan or a workout plan. Number two, the schedule. Realistically, 
How many days per week and hours per day do you want to spend on your marketing? Realistically, a lot of you are running creative businesses, so you also need time to create. You need time to discover and brainstorm. Like if you have sense or you're planning, you have seasonal launches. Um, you also have to create time, you know, to run back end parts of your business, like bookkeeping and office maintenance, or, you know, just time to time to create. So be realistic with your marketing. How many days per week and hours per day do you want to spend on your marketing? And if you said, you know, there's no wrong answer here, right? This is your schedule. This is your marketing plan. This is your business. So it's what you want it to be, it will be. We just have to create a plan for that and then stick to the plan. All right. And then recovery time. Number three, what days will you rest and let the marketing work for you versus you working on the marketing? This is something that it took me a long time to learn in my business. I always, well, not now, but for a long time, I panicked on the off weeks. I panicked when I didn't have any client meetings on the schedule. And this is still something that I'm working on to this day, but I don't have that same level of panic anymore. Now I know it's part of the process. And it's just like where I'm working at now is like trying to enjoy that as part of the process. I get a lot of energy from working with you guys. And I really enjoy that part of my business the most. And so it's Accepting that and also accepting that the downtime, the rest time, the workout recovery time is just as critical to the process. So that was number three. Number four, mastering the basics. What are some key foundational tasks you want to incorporate every week? For example, emailing your email list, posting a few times a week on social media, Carving out time, I don't even like the word carving, but for content creation, creating, creating time for content creation, playing with your messaging and connecting with your target audience. Those are some of the basics of marketing that you could incorporate into your marketing plan, right? So if you know, just starting with these things, like, all right, I'm going to post on social media Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And every Tuesday, I'm going to email my list because on Monday, I also release my podcast. Boom, you've got your week filled up, you know? And then you say Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to rest or I'll post something organically if it comes up. But that's time for my family or however you structure your weeks, right? This again, this is up to you. This is your plan. Um. And then the last one, so we've got goals, schedule, recovery time, mastering the basics, eliminating excuses. So this is one, two, three, four, five. I didn't number these today. Number five, eliminating excuses. So you want to keep your plan super simple, super doable, and super fun so that you can avoid running into your usual mind traps. So think through it right here in this exercise. What are some of the excuses that come up when you venture into a new marketing activity or into a new marketing plan or 
a new workout plan for that matter. Maybe you tell yourself you're not strong enough to do it. Maybe you tell yourself that you need to work out first before you're ready for this new workout plan. Does that ever happen to you? It has come up so much with my brother and people telling him, oh, I would totally go to that workout class, except for I don't think I'm ready for that workout class yet. I need to work out first. It's like, wait, what? What? That's the point. That's the point of a marketing plan. You're ready for this marketing plan. That's it. I'm telling you. And then think through the fear, the procrastination, the decision fatigue, the analysis paralysis. All of these things come up to get in the way of your marketing plan. So you need to make sure your plan is simple enough and strong enough to not get lost in these excuses, to stand up to these excuses. And then it's just about sticking to the plan. So getting it on your calendar. And this shouldn't take all day, right? I didn't even put my workout on my cal- my specific workouts. I just carved out the time in my day where I will work out. Took a look at my week. And then I, I mapped out when I'm going to work out. And then trusting the process. So understanding that when it comes to working out, it's a process. When it comes to running your own marketing plan and being in charge of your own marketing and your own business and your own connection with your clients, it's a process. And again, that word comes up because it's so important, trusting the process. Nothing happens overnight. I had a client meeting today and she was saying how August was her best month ever. And it was the first month in probably six six months, maybe the first month of the year for her where she hadn't consistently released a new podcast weekly, but it was her best month ever. And I had to stop her and say, but do you know why it was your best month ever? Because since January, you have been consistently releasing a podcast every single week. And so that work created the momentum for you as far as content goes, to coast through August. That's why we continually show up and consistently show up for our business because it's not going to work in three weeks. It's not, you're not going to achieve all of the results you want to in just six weeks. This is a a long process and you have to really like dig in for the long haul and just say like, all right, I'm going to show up even if there's one person, one like, one comment, whatever. And then being willing to evaluate at the end of each week, tweak and repeat. You can certainly do that. Don't throw the whole plan out the window because you didn't see results in one week, but you can evaluate and tweak it. And I don't, don't eat, like, don't go changing big things either. By evaluate and tweak it, I mean, take a look and say like, oh, okay, yeah, I learned something here. Or I had a client who reached out and said, oh, that was helpful. Could you talk more about this? And, and then tweaking and repeating your messaging. Um, so I hope this is helpful today. Uh, this is just, again, creating your own marketing plan is important for you to learn, it's an important exercise in trusting yourself 
and understanding that you do actually have your answers. I'm blown away by the marketing ideas my clients have. All the time they teach me about marketing and yet they're coming to me looking for assistance. And so coaching doesn't work unless you get used to trusting yourself and to listening to your own voice. And then if um, coaching only works if you're ready to stop looking outside of yourself for the answers to achieving the results you want to achieve, right? So you're responsible for your results. You're responsible for your actions and your business. And you're responsible for your marketing plan and for that connection with your target audience. So that's a lot because I'm saying that it's up to you, but it is up to you. And that's also really cool because it's up to you to create and to control however you want it to be. If you want your marketing plan to be fun, if you want your business schedule to work around your children's schedule or to only work three or four days a week, you can do that. I mean, this is this is your your decision and you're in charge. You're in the driver's seat of your marketing plan, of your workout plans, of any other plans you want to create. <laughs> My best friend Kate and I are planner, planner, planners. We are just the ultimate planners. And you know what happens when you plan? You get some freedom back to create and do the things that you love without feeling like you've you know, lost track of time to be able to like pick up a book or take a bath. So plan, stick to the plan, trust the process, evaluate results, um, and create your own plan. So think through the goals, think through your schedule, your recovery time, the basics you want to include, eliminating excuses, and then repeat, rinse, wash, repeat. All right. Have a great week. I'll talk to you guys soon. As always, you can find more information at marketinguninhibited.com or reach out to me at marketinguninhibited on Instagram or send me an email to schedule your free 30-minute consultation, mrodriguez at marketinguninhibited.com.